Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon and welcome, everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. A fine libations Friday to you and yours. How you doing? I'm Jeff. That's Tom. Director Matthew around the parts somewhere. And on Twitter, it's at Jay Cameron Show. <laughs> uh, we're conversational today. Lucy Goosey. On a libations Friday. Now, two things I got to do at the outset of the show here that I sometimes forget. One, I one one I can I can never forget. The other is just uh, a necessity given the circumstances. Um, <clears throat> there you go. You like that when a host clears his throat in the mic? It's very professional. First is that you should eat Zaxby's. They're delicious. They've got a giant chicken sandwich. Split top bun, Tom. I don't know if you're aware of that. Split top bun. Three hand breaded pickle chips. Oh, we switched Split rolls. Split top bun. We switched rolls today. That's how loosey goosey it's going to be on today's Jeff Cameron show. Just sort of switching rolls here. Normally, I'm prattling on about pickles, and he can't leave the split top alone. And today, we reversed it. Uh, there you, it is. You do enough game day shows, and you memorize these reads. Mm hmm. But you also memorize in your brain the delicious flavor. It leaves a mark on you. So when you see a Zaxby's on the road in Tallahassee, your car might meander over into the parking lot. Yeah, and uh, there are like 18 of them here in Tallahassee. You can't miss all the Zaxby's. Make sure you stop in one of those. And uh, and know that it is uh, owned and run run by, by a knoll. And, uh, and, and a guy that has been, uh, along with Zaxby's, the company, uh, big time Florida State boosters for, for 18 years. Think about that. That's a long time. A lot of people are figuring out, uh, we were having this conversation, a little behind the curtain for you guys on a Libations Friday. We had a big big dinner last night, a big fancy work dinner that we all went to. And uh, Tom at, had, at Zaxby's. <laughs> Tom had a steak, uh, and I had grouper, if you must know. And they put some crab on top of my grouper, which I was really pleased by. You could put a lot of crab. You know, when I was in New Orleans, I went to a restaurant, and we had some seafood. It was fantastic, and I got crabs, Tom. I got to tell you something. I ate crabs, Tom. There you go. There you go. Uh, I got to tell you something. I've mastered it. A lot of people have a hard time with the crab, the crab legs. They struggle. Not this guy. I've got a little trick. It makes it easy peasy, and you've got thick cuts of crab right there on your little baby fork, and you go ahead, and there it is. There you're good to go. There it is. It's delicious. It's delicious. So, Tom had a steak. I had the grouper. I had a magnificent steak. I think I should have had the steak. Yep. 
My grouper was average. It had a spice rub with coffee infused as well. Yeah, I believe uh, that they that it was the local coffee, right? It's, it uh, was indeed. It was. We could be we pushing. We should have been advertising on this show That's more correct. than any other show in the history of shows. If you have good coffee, this person right here has had it. I'm a coffee drinking Jesse. It's what I do. I drink coffee in excess. I'm a bit of an addict. I drink coffee afternoon. I drink coffee sometimes well into the five o'clock hour. You ought not do that, but I like coffee that much. And they missed out on the opportunities. They did. Also, this restaurant is more than welcome after eating that steak to be a part of the program. My goodness. I'll be back. We came out of the gates deciding to whore ourselves out on a Friday <laughs> is correct. what we decided to do. Happy US Open. Well, yeah. it's because the weather is looming when you drove in on ice. This I-10. was the other part that I wanted to bring up at the start of the show, it's unfortunately. It's just hovering on its way, and it's going to be bad. It is. Um, we needed to tell you before we started today's show because it is ominous, to say the least. We pulled into the uh, parking lot here that houses the studio uh, where we do this show, and it was pitch black, and uh, and Tom told me that uh, we may have winds, gusts up to 70 miles per hour in Tallahassee today. So, A, if you didn't know that and you're out and about, be careful. Spot wind, you know, little cells popping up type stuff, and we may lose power. So that that's the main thing. If we just suddenly have problems here, you'll know that's what's going on. And to our friends who like to uh, meander down and maybe live down in St. George Island, hope you all are Good okay. Good luck, yeah. Because uh, apparently, for those of you, the old school name, Doc Myers, it's no longer called Doc Myers in the center of SGI, the thatch hut roof got ripped off. So that's what's heading our way. Everybody batten down the hatches and be safe. Yeah. Um, sucks. I, uh, You know, I, I got to tell you, selfishly, Tom, and this is how it works, you know, over the years, I've jokingly, and I've, I've made fun of myself with this, I've said, uh, you know, how does this benefit me most about most things? That's a creed. And uh, yeah, there's two creeds on the show, you guys know over the years. How does this benefit me most for you old schoolers? Uh, you remember that. And then number two, uh, have and not need, need not have. Tom loves when I bring that up. And so uh, that's a big one. That's a big one. It works in life. Anything that you would want, that is true. It's better to have and not need than need and not have. So I've, I've, you know, my kids know that one too. They're like, oh, Jesus. Because I, I tell them when we're packing, boys, don't forget, make sure you got plenty of socks and underwear. That is truly a have and not need, need and not have situation. Okay, Dad. Okay. You can't be somewhere and run out of underwear and run out of socks. No. You really can't. It's not a good deal. No, you'll have to go to the store and buy some. Yeah, you don't do it. That's why you better have extra. Come home and be like, I have four extra pairs that I didn't wear. Oh, well, put them in your drawer. You're yeah. going to be all right. It's like a bonus. No big deal. You come home and say, yeah. I don't have to do the laundry today. Yeah, there you go. I've got underwear after all. That's all it is, man. So, uh, yeah, so that, that there's the, those are the two credos. But back to the how does this benefit me most or affect me most is another way of saying that. Tom, I have not been able to mow the lawn this week, and uh, I was in New Orleans for uh, several uh, days. Um, and and so, damn it, man. Uh, I, I've been very, very frustrated. And uh, I walked outside today, and I saw those dark clouds, and I went, yeah, I understand the wind may have done some damage to people's homes, but look at my lawn. This is ridiculous. My lawn is shabby. <laughs> um, 
Ed, you may be right. We'll talk off to the side. We'll talk. So there are visitors in town, even amidst this sorry weather. And I got to tell you, Tom, uh, one of those is a 2024 cornerback prospect for Florida State. A couple, on a serious note, all jokes aside, now we're, we're loose on Friday. It's going to be very conversational as we're wont to do. But I, yep. I, I want to bring something up here. I, there's a trend. There's a trend in recruiting for this coaching staff. And that trend is that they can recruit the hell out of secondary. I mean, you're really seeing, look who's looking at Florida State. Look at the quality of players that have visited here recently and that are on the radar and, and are leans uh, in many people's eyes. To Florida State. There are a lot of corners. We need some more safeties, but there are a lot of really good-looking players. All right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true, Mike. You guys can go get you. And in the modern game, you got to have a ton of versatile corners, safeties. Got to have your slot guys. You got to have guys that can really do it all. Linebackers have almost been – it is a tragic situation. I was having this conversation – I've had, I was having this conversation with a, with a buddy of ours, and, uh, and Tom, we were talking about – this might tell you who it was. We were talking about value. We were talking about value. Players, value. And I said, you know what's weird to me? I grew up – the football I grew up watching, you could argue that the two sexiest positions, toughest, most identifiable, and – indicators of how good a team you had were running back. Now, everybody knows a quarterback. A quarterback is always excluded. You can't have a sorry quarterback. But back in the day, you could have a sorry quarterback and win. Like, when I grew up, you could be average as hell at quarterback hey, and win a Super Bowl. How many is Saban's uh, Alabama right, championships right. in the beginning? Right, right. So, it was running back, and it was linebacker. One represented your toughness, represented, you know, who you were, your identity uh, on defense. You had, a, you had a stud Mike linebacker, like a Ray Lewis type, that take your head off. You had a Derek Brooks type. You had somebody that was a game-changing linebacker that you had to game plan for. Lawrence Taylor, greatest player arguably in NFL history. Couldn't be blocked. Terrorized teams. Sideline to sideline. You had that kind of a defender. Everybody, you sat down on a Sunday and you went, oh, man, I can't wait to watch Singletary play. This guy's crazy. You know, it, it was fun. And running back, you know, in my time back when I was a little kid, Earl Campbell and Tony Dorsett and guys like that, they were, you know, Walter Payton and players like that, you're like, holy moly. And these were guys that got the ball 25 to 35 times in a game. You rode your horse. That's what you did. That was your guy. He got better as the game went on. And if you had a big back, you bludgeoned people. Those Washington Redskins teams back in the day with John Riggins, just battering rams. Obviously, you Dolphins fans know. Larry Zonka, man. And, and so that, those were sexy positions. Those were star positions. Think about modern football. Dalvin Cook is getting released despite going to four Pro Bowls and entering the prime of his career. He's 27 years old. He's 27. And they're like, eh, I don't want to pay him. Is he slowing down? No. No, he's still real good. Is he, you know, I get, like, the Pelicans are in a tough situation in basketball. Do you, do you, do you bring Zion back? He's, he's a one-of-one one talent. Some of bitch never plays. 
Never plays. He's never on the court. So, and he's fat. And you're like, look, man, can you stop drinking soda? Can you stop eating cheeseburgers all day, every day? Can we put down the potato chips, you can, fat ass? Can your physical activities be more than what's going on in social media right now? Yeah. Can, can we, we get, like, in a gym? Yeah. Can I, can, why don't you be a professional? I'm paying you a ton of money. You know why you blow your hamstring out every other week? Because you're fat as hell. So, I get there in a tough situation. Circle back to Minnesota. What do you mean you're not going to pay Dalvin Cook? And that's not just because he's a no. He's elite. He's a difference maker. That I have a good second back. I get it. But come on, man. Yeah, to me, that would be you're waving the white flag for paying you know, the other people. Well, and you're going to reboot. But they're kind of not. So that's the that's the confusing thing. Is, I, 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 don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. What, are you saving money to pay Kirk Cousins? That's the guy you should tell to have a good day. That's, that's correct. So anyhow, you know, I'm sitting around thinking about this, and they don't value running backs anymore at all. It, it, not even really freaking good ones. It's just kind of like, eh, we'll get another one. Problem is, they're kind of not wrong. I mean, unless you are one of two or three guys in the league at running back. You know, there's like two guys that like, oh, well, you don't want to lose him. Every year, any given year you go into a season, you can usually identify two, maybe three running backs where you go, yeah, he kind of is the difference. You can't really lose yeah, him. That right. dude is a freak. Not fantasy football stats, but impact on a game. Right. Because there's a lot of running backs who can rack up points. No, no, no. But We're there talking, are some, yeah. like a Derrick Henry, that you go, well, if you're going to go all in, you go all in that's on a, that guy. That's a problem, right? Like, that's a problem. That dude single-handedly got them to the AFC Championship game one year. <laughs> yeah. They had no business being there. They were not good almost anywhere else. That dude just beat the bejesus out of people 30 times. Here you go. Let's go, Hoss. We're riding your big ass. Here we go. And and there are guys like that, okay? But most anybody else now, they don't they don't pay them. They don't pay them. And linebackers have almost been removed from the game because of up-tempo offenses and versatility and the ability to the, the RPO. Um, you get to the line of scrimmage and these options, you gotta have guys that can cover. And, you, you know, so your, your big jacked-up middle linebacker from back in the day really can't be that anymore. He's got to be able to go. Yeah, this is, again, the second time I'll reference it this week. Blake Nicholson, in his interview, as a newcomer, he was asked, what is your strength? And he said, it's coverage, because that's what a modern linebacker has to do, is cover. And you think about it. I mean, you're talking about a generation away, because the average span of a career in the NFL for even a linebacker, I'm sure, is a handful of seasons, five or six. So you're one generation away and what is that kid being taught that matters? What matters if I'm going to play linebacker? Coverage. It's not run stuffing. It's not coming up at the line of scrimmage and and making plays on, you know, third and goal from, you know, and it's from the one or two yard line. It's you've got to go sideline to sideline, down for down, down for down. The more important thing if you're a linebacker now is coverage. You have to be able to cover. Well, that's why I don't like our Playing linebackers. Playing in space. That's why I don't like our linebackers. I, they don't do that well. Um, Loach has a shot. He does. If he is as fast as he was to start the season, his legs were so fresh at the start of the year, uh, he was incredible. But, um, <laughs> Chris, I didn't realize we were both wearing one. <laughs> That's funny in the chat. You missed the memo, buddy. You missed the memo. This hat's got a short shelf life, though. Mine white, does, white too. White hats go, they go oh, quick. Oh, they go quick. Mine's already got some stains y'all can't really see on the camera. Yep, same. What are you going to do? You're out playing golf, man. I just hit a shot. Uh, you know, maybe it's a muddy day. 
I got a little something on my my forefinger here. Oh, I gotta wipe it on my hat. Oh, there we go. Wipe I'm hat. sorry when I push the switchblade of my divot tool because I'm making so many marks on the green mm. that my hands get mm. a little dirty. Good time. Forgive me. Once again, I gotta all these sully the cap with all these greens and regulations. Darts I'm throwing at the pin today, guys. Playing so well, I ruined my hat. So I missed the days of those kinds of linebackers, and I think it is fair to say that I'm wrong about. 27 being the prime of a running back. But it's certainly, I mean, he's on the second half of his career. 24, 23 probably being the prime for a running back uh, now. But, man, it's it's um, it's it's weird to, to watch. Oh, so I was going back to this. What we do well, what this staff does well. They're bringing in these kind of hybrid, long, interesting players in the secondary. They're bringing in lots of them, uh, and, I, and I think it's great. I also know that Charles Lester III, having never seen him play one down of football, must be elite. I haven't even checked his status. But if you wear what he's wearing today on his official visit, you better be the greatest corner to ever live. It is absurd. Look at that photo. My man, he just said, this is who I am. And that just oozes, just screams, I'm a freak athlete. You know how you know I'm a freak athlete? I wear this. Look at me. Look at this. This I'm. You have to look at me. I'm red on red, baby. I am red on red. <laughs> so I hope we get him. I hope we get him. That is on the screen now. Oh, is on, it? On uh, Warchant TV. We, we put up the uh, the photo from our Twitter <laughs> for your radio audience out there. This is going to find at Warchan on Twitter or finding us on YouTube and watching the show. That is outstanding. I thought you just meant by the name, the name oh. alone of Charles Lester III. That is an elite football playing name, yeah. and it fits the position in which he plays. Yes, it does. Charles Lester needs to either be the best scat back in the NFL or he needs to be a lockdown member of the secondary. He is the latter. It's absurd. If that dude were walking around... You know, the Walmart, and his name was Jerry Smith, and he was looking for paint. What do you know? Jerry Smith. Uh, yeah. And you were looking for paint, and you didn't play football. You're like, Jerry, what are, what, what are you doing, my man? What is this? A little red-on-red action. <laughs> it is loud, and it is, I am really confident. Life Spectator, that's solid. Villain in the next Spider-Man movie. Seems about right. Seems about right. Quick update, Wyndham Clark having himself a day. He's three under through nine, now has the lead at minus nine. The wow. leaders from yesterday don't tee off until 4.30 this afternoon. That is Ricky Fowler and Xander Shoffley. And I already did this uh, behind closed doors, um, bitching, that is, to uh, Tom about how screwed I got that uh, Shoffley decided to uh, match Ricky Fowler's historic eight under par at a U.S. Open Uh Shoffley decides to match it. And in a little pool that I'm in, that cost me uh, several hundred dollars. And, uh, you know, listen, you, you can't be soft when you're gambling. Things happen. Yeah. But, you know, if I tell you that I'm going to take Ricky Fowler in my draft, you'd say, well, oh, feeling it. A moron can take Xander Shoffley. Any dumbass can take Xander Shoffley. It takes some chutzpah to grab Ricky Fowler with what's happened to his career. At a U.S. Open, Tom. Yeah, and that chutzpah is what you'll have to lean on. 
and, as you reflect and, on the day. And this guy took him. Nobody else in my pool took him. I grabbed Ricky Fowler, and we get points for days and the totality of a tournament. And we get there's a lot of ways that we spice the uh, the pie here. We, we we have some fun with it. And most of the afternoon, rightfully, I assumed that the ingenious pick of Ricky Fowler by me on a day in which he shoots a 62 at a U.S. Open is going to lead to some, some bank. But alas, no. Xander Shoffley decides to go eight under and match him. So let me ask you this question. about but nobody gets it. Nobody about, gets it. It carries yeah, over. It carries over for your league. That's an asinine rule that it's not a split. You know, the pros don't let it roll over after four rounds on the PGA Tour and say, all right, next week it's double or nothing, boys, because we had two people tied, no playoff. It's just dumb. What if you had Ricky and Xander? Well, you're leading our collective right now. I mean, like you're. Yeah, it, no, it, no. But would yeah. you? Would the rule still apply? That yeah, you, I don't, you don't get the money anyway, even though you have no, both no, no, players? no, no. I would get the money then. Yeah, okay. I'd get the money if right. you. Yeah, if you're in possession of the low man, both of them, and they're tied. Yeah, but if, you, but you, I, I have both of them, so nobody could tie me. Yeah, because they're, so they're mine. The money? Then I get the money. All right, but I don't have Xander. No, of course not. Now I did tell everybody to take Xander for a top twenty. I made a lot of other people money. That's the kind of guy I am. I, I give opportunities away. I let people thrive in the fantasy golf world by letting them know you may want to take Xander Schauffele for a top 20. Now, that's that's an easy pick, right? And it right now, it's, yeah, it What could well. he shoot from here on out and still finish in the top 20? Even par? Uh, oh, I mean, more plus, than that. Plus one each a day? Yeah, maybe plus Th- two each day? Maybe. We're going to see how the course plays today, but yeah. It's going to get a lot harder. I'll bet you two looks- under is probably a top 15 at, by the end of the week. It is about to get a lot harder because if you look out on the course right now, Harmon's at plus one through seven. He's at minus four for the tournament in third place or fourth place. Roy McIlroy's at plus one through six. He's at minus four and tied with Harmon. Um, but your leaders, again, are Wyndham Clark, Ricky Fowler, Xander Schauffele. Two of the three don't tee off until after 4.30. It's Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Hello there, podcasters. Oh, don't worry. I won't prattle on for two minutes like I do with some of the other reads. Zaxby's doesn't demand it of me. <laughs> Zaxby's like, look, just tell everybody that we have the best chicken sandwich in all the land. That's easy. I can do that. I can attest to that. A delicious, thick, juicy, tasty Zaxby's chicken sandwich is where it's at. Of course, the strips are a given. You like the strips. We get the strips on game days. The platters are lifesavers. Mm-hmm. If you're going to a party, a pool party, say, this summer, and what do I bring? Just bring a Beer Giant thing. No. and Zaxby's. Worry about the beer. You bring the Zaxby's, you're going to be the hero. Just uh. make sure you get all the sauces, too. They've got like 97 sauces, and they're all delicious. I don't know if you guys know this. There are 27 Zaxby's in Tallahassee alone. 27. You can't miss them. I think that's true in general in every city in America. They're like so peach trees in Atlanta. They're everywhere. Look around. Find you a Zaxby's and get after it. By the way, your Tallahassee Zaxby's a proud Golden Chief booster for 18 years. Go Knowles. Let's go. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV Libations Friday Lucy Goosey edition of the program. Got Pops coming to town this weekend, Tom. Oh, really? Is he taking the kids for Camp Opa? No, Camp Opa is not till July. Uh, he's coming in, and we're going to share Father's Day together. Should be a that's good, wonderful. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. You know what's exciting? Which would you know what warms my heart? is the legitimate reaction that both my boys have when I tell them that their granddad, their opa, is coming into town. Like, I told Bryce, hey, do you know opa's coming into town this weekend? 
smiling ear to ear. All right, what time does he get here? That's cool. Savor it, man. No, I say to Bryce too and to Clark, savor it. Awesome. Yeah, I do. I do it all the time. I always I sit back and I watch their faces and I watch their interactions. So I'm looking forward to it. So in advance, I'm wishing everybody a happy Father's Day. That's nice. I'm sending down some cheesecake. It's already been done. But sending some cheesecake to my dad. It has already been done. That was a very Gus Fring thing to say. It has already been done. It has been done. (laughs) One of my favorite characters in any show ever. Wow. It's the best. And he's so fantastic at it. Bryce and I get a kick out of how he is always dressed to the nines, even in his own home. When he was making food for the doctor that he brought in to care for Don Hector, he's in like this pimp ass sweater with this beautiful dress. Yep. I'm like, what are you? Yep. You're in your house. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, even when he's in the bathroom, yeah, you know, like he'll grab the washcloth and he'll fold it and properly set oh, it down. Everything, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's the the attention to detail. Is impressive. Did you know? I'll get to FSU in a moment. And yet he trusted Walt. Mm-hmm. Ah, there you go. Uh, did you know there's a stat in major? So we know we live in a world these days uh, in which there is a stat for everything. And uh, that has led many talk shows to make fun of that fact. Uh, Levitard show did that for a long time with the stat of the day, stat of the day. So, which is funny, and by the way, I mean, it makes sense because there are so many stats thrown at us all the time. Some of them you find very useful. Now, listen, I'm for more stats, not fewer stats. I want more stats, Tom, because they're, they're just an aid. They're just one of many ways to help evaluate a player, a game, a team, whatever it might be, right? They, no one stat may be the be-all, end-all. You know, it, it, there's a lot of things can help kind of help you scratch away at the surface a little bit and get a clearer picture of what a player is. But some of them are hilarious. Um, you know, I to the point where you joke about him like, oh, what, what, you know, what's he bad? What's he hitting it uh, on a full moon? You know, what, you know, like that kind of stuff, right? Where you're like, well, come on. I don't really think that matters, but four years worth of solid data right here, Jeff. That dude hits 480 on a full moon. I just, I could tell you that there's a stat for DeGrom day-night splits. His day starts, his ERA was under 150 for his career. And so you just had to roll with it. The nighttime yeah, ERA was closer to three. Like, he's a good uh, pitcher at night, great pitcher during the day. Yeah, well, my guess would be that uh, maybe those were, you know, I don't know. You know your stadium better than I know your stadium. Yeah. But blind spots exist when the sun starts to set in certain places. So it a game that be. starts and also I mean, home road splits were the same. I mean, it was absurd. Yeah. You would just have to wager on DeGrom on a, on a day. He just start. loves, loves playing in the day. Now he won't be playing at all. <laughs> um. So to my point about stats and how many of them there are uh, and how some of them could just be fun, I did not realize and the only way I found out was because one of my pirates happens to lead the majors in this stat. It's a pretty, I mean, it's a whatever stat, but it's kind of cool. There's a stat called No Doubt Home Runs. Were you aware of that? I don't know what the threshold is, well, I'll but, tell but you. is it that it would be gone in all 30 ballparks? That is correct. Okay, there's a great account for this on Twitter. Oh, okay. You would love the name of it. Oh, well, all right. Uh, you could Go ahead. Would it dong? Question mark. <laughs> You've never heard of this? I did not. Oh, dude, yeah. See? This is the kind of fun and games we have on a Libations Friday. We all learn stuff together. I did not know of this account. Would it dong? Would it dong? Oh. Yeah. I'll follow it here in mere seconds. Yeah, so there's a no-doubter home run count, all right? 
the guy that leads Major League, and again, the official definition for those, again, maybe you missed it when Tom and I were talking just now, batted balls that would be home runs in all 30 Major League ballparks based on trajectory, wall heights, and distances, and environmental factors as well. So, you know, when some home runs you see, you're like, that's a Yankee Stadium home run. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it really is tragic that that stadium is a child's stadium. It's an embarrassment to baseball, that stadium. Houston in the Cracker Jack box down left field. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, you know, I'm fine for quirks, Tom. I don't mind little quirks um, for each ballpark. You know, obviously, Fenway has two in the same stadium. Pesky's pole, and then you got the monster and all that. Yeah, that's fine. Unique dimensions for every ballpark. It's one of the cool things about baseball. That's fine. I just don't like the consistency with which you can be uh, an, an ass-sorry hitter and hit 30 home runs as a Yankee because that stadium has two jet streams to tiny-ass uh, right center and left center. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And they built a new one from scratch, and they said, let's do it exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. A-holes. You get accidental home runs at Yankee Stadium on the regular. Where a guy makes a good pitch, and it's a routine pop-up in every other stadium, and it's out of that stadium. The opposite of that is the no-doubt home run list, which Jack Sawinski of the Pittsburgh Pirates currently leads the entire majors in. He's I would have guessed Otani. Well, he's second. Okay. And you know who Otani is tied for second with? Aaron Judge. Ronald Acuna Jr. Oh, well, yeah, that would make sense. And you know who Ronald Acuna Jr. is tied for second with? Besides Shohei Otani? Aaron Judge. Matt Olson of Ooh, the Braves. So also they got makes two, sense. two guys that hit a ball uh, better than most. Better than most. That lineup is absurd. It is. Uh, Jorge Soler of uh, Miami is uh, in fifth. But Jack Sawinski of the Pittsburgh Pirates leads all of Major League Baseball. The 15th round draft pick. Debuted in the majors just last year. Uh, he's young. And my man strikes out a lot. And hits balls to the moon. And it's quickly becoming a favorite of mine. I mean, just prodigious blasts. Go look at the one he hit against the Nationals. It was a grand slam um, back in April. It is a maybe the furthest home run of the season. It's it's insane. But, yeah, just an aside. So one thing, a recommendation for you while everybody else is listening as well. I'm going to type in Wooded Dong. Yeah, this account, Wooded Dong, is also great for fly balls that have warning track power. You go, that's BS. How many parks would that have gone out of? They will have the answer for you. Really? Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's wood as in, like, wood. Yes. <laughs> to James B's point on the question, wood as in a question. Would you? Oh, right. I thought they you were. You went with, like, carry wood? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I thought they were being really clever. <laughs> you can create the spinoff account as wooded dong. <laughs> I'm making a porn site. Well, uh, <laughs> all right. Back to solo camp for you. <laughs> oh man! All right, I found it. I found Wooded Dong, and I have now followed Wooded Dong. Very cool. Jeff Cameron Show ninety three three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Hey guys, our next partner is AG One, the daily foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it quite literally every single day. I began using AG1 because I'll be honest with you, I don't like to take a bunch of pills and vitamins and. I just wanted something that tastes great, was quick, and easy to remember, so I do it. I do it every morning when I wake up. I certainly have it right after my coffee and before I work out. And I will tell you this, too. It is um, 
a simple, effective investment for your health. You can try AG1 and get five free AG1 travel packs and a free one-year supply of vitamin D with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash JCS. Again, that's go to, all you got to do is go to uh, drinkag1.com slash JCS. That's drinkag1.com slash JCS. Check it out. It's delicious. It's quick. It's easy. It's proven. Vitamins, probiotics, whole food source nutrients. Start your day with it. You'll feel better. I promise. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply hey so by the way very quietly and everything that he does right now will be sort of quiet until we see results on the field. I understand that, but you kind of paying attention over here, Tommy, to what uh, Link Jarrett's doing with, with this roster? It is aggressive, and Sir, I like the aggressiveness. There's some, I mean, there's some ball players here now. This isn't, this ain't nothing. It's funny, I, this happens frequently to me now. You know, when you get into your 40s and now in my early 50s, this is this happens a ton. And that is, oh, I, I remember his daddy. At some point, and it's happened a couple times already, you go, oh, that's his grandson. And that is unsettling. But, uh, you know, I remember Adam Farrow as a player here and uh, know him a little bit. And his son, Drew Farrow, was coming over. We talked about this some. He had 15 home runs as a freshman, set the record at UCF uh, with 15 home runs. He now finds his way home to Tallahassee, uh, and he will star for Florida State. Uh, unanimous AAC all-freshman team, freshman All-American that comes in here. So you've got a, uh, you got a legacy coming in, and you got a kid with real power. Um, and uh, I'm excited about that. But did you see Cam Leiter's numbers, the pitcher? Yeah, his K per nine's through the roof. That's uh, what I saw. It's insane. Straight missing bats. Uh, it's a bit of a control issue to go along with it. Okay. But but you got to have the juice. Yeah, he's, he can I'll miss worry, bats. Yeah. I'll worry about corralling this. Oh, so if Uncle Al makes a stop over, though, I'd love to see that. I'll get an autograph. I'll go find my St. Louis Cardinals versus New York Mets first ever game I went to <laughs> ticket. I will. Okay. I will. Yeah. From 99, yeah. he'll sign it. That was the first game. He pitched it. Yeah. That'd be so cool to have a signature. So, Uncle Al, come on down. Well, grandson Cam Leiter is, uh, or, yeah, not grandson. I shouldn't nephew. say that. Nephew. Not grandson. I was thinking on my head that, that players that have had grandsons that I'm like, ooh. Uh Cam Leiter, 6'4", 200 pounds, okay, and he misses bats. Uh, brought in a kid uh, from UNF that hit 306 last year with 16 home runs, 51 runs, 67 hits, 63 RBIs, 18 walks, 6 stolen bases, set the UNF freshman record for home runs and RBIs, was an all-A-Sun player, 
And he's what? An infielder, 6'1", 190. Alex uh, Lodice coming in. There are we got a six eight right hander coming in from Davie, Florida. Um, eleven Ks in twenty two innings, beat UNF and FAMU last year. Um, big kid. We'll see. Uh, he's he's being very aggressive as we thought he would be. There's more kids. I haven't brought up everybody. Brought another six five kid in. Uh, Ethan Chestnut. Sounds like Rising Spears doing some things. I'm guessing because this would be their purview. And we're getting a lot of kids to say yes. I don't know if these are um, post-accepting of Florida State's offer completely separately to NIL stuff. First of all, let's just put that out there. Of course, the kids want to come to Florida State first. But then after that, I wonder if these are incentive-laden <laughs> deals or what's going on. <laughs> There's a lot of yeses, man. There's a lot of yeses. Here. Oh, listen, I've said this before. Um, I, and it's important to remember this. I think we get bogged down a little bit. It happens um, when you're frustrated. But there's no doubt. I mean, Florida State, as a baseball program, I get it, has never won a national title. But they've won everything else there is to win, and they were more consistent than any other program in the history of baseball. And so their their reputation, when you get outside this fan base that is hyper-focused on the one thing that hasn't been won, and I get it, but when you go when you talk to people about – Listen, first of all, college baseball isn't wildly popular. The numbers bear that out when you look at the ratings. I mean, it's not hugely popular. Uh, but if you talk to a random fan of college baseball, if you went out to Omaha, all right, where they really embrace it, and just walked up to some fan of, let's say, LSU and said, you know, name name four elite college baseball programs. Florida State's always going to come up. It's always going to come up. And so I think if you're a kid playing at North Florida, or UCF, virtually anywhere, you're going to say, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Now, admittedly, things have gotten a lot tougher for anybody at Florida State because Florida surpassed us. Florida's baseball program is better than Florida State's baseball program. A long time ago. Yeah, it sucks. It's brutal. It was never that way. For the better part of 50 years, it was not that way. But it is now. It is now. It has there been is for no, about 10 years. It has been. Yeah. At minimum. I remember talking about it on the air as it was happening. Maybe 15. Oh, I don't know about that. But I, I can certainly, I do remember bringing this up on the air and talking to you about, this is a problem. It's happening. Like, we're watching this happen. So, it's very, very frustrating. Um, but, it looks like there is an effort currently to remedy this situation as um, they're bringing in some some guys with numbers, some guys that did things a year ago that lead you to believe it will translate. These aren't flyers. It, these, this looks like a group that you can get excited about, I think. But we did got some, a lot of catching up to do. Did some numbers. Uh, so since 2005, if you're just looking at College World Series appearances. Oh, yeah. yeah. Florida has nine. Mm-hmm. We got five. Since 2005. Yeah, yeah. Been uh, we've been on been on the struggle bus mm. for some time. Yes, and it crescendoed, Tom, just last year. Just the plane into the side of the mountain. It's funny how that has worked. I remember, oh, what was it, two three seasons ago? How remember they had the morning practice after getting, I think it was swept by Virginia Tech. Oh yeah, yeah. That might have been actually close to five years that ago. That was a now. long time ago, yeah. 
I remember yeah. though, yeah. That felt like rock bottom. And then they did it again and again. And a couple of those years, they cobbled it together, found a way to get out to Omaha. The year where they went to Baton Rouge and won the Super Regional was amazing. But we were there for that. It was they had to defy the odds to get to Omaha rather than Oh yeah, yeah. No, they did. Rather than be the favorite who arrives at that place. It's been rough. Did they score a run when they got out there? One run. They scored one run, right? Yeah, they won a game. Yeah, one to nothing. One to nothing, I think. Yeah, yeah. They Florida State's Board of Trustees signing off yesterday on the request to seek more than $100 million in financing for the school's standalone football facility. The next step will be getting approval from the State Board of Governors, and if that goes through as it is expected to do, FSU will move forward with construction. A lot of you have begun to ask about this. I figured it was only a matter of time before somebody says, Hey, man, thought we were going forward with this thing. Where, where are the shovels? Let's go. They did the work for, I don't know if it was the sewage system no, or the electrical. It was water for the fire hydrants because you have... The that had rate, nothing to do with the football-only facility? Well, it did and it didn't. Okay. That you have to have... So those pipes that we were around every day over there at yeah, football... Yeah, it's by the Sod Cemetery. It's all dug up over there. Yeah, those those were extended. The, the water pipes were extended to the other side where this facility is going and around. You have to have, by law, it's all regulatory, like a certain uh, amount of uh, access to, or within a certain number of feet, access to fire hydrants and water yeah, and all yeah, that. fire yeah. codes are no joke. Yeah, so, which makes a lot of sense. So, anyhow, they had to, they had to add piping. <laughs> I mean, this program's had to <laughs> as well. <laughs> I mean, let's uh, be honest. Yeah, so they had to do that, and, and so they dug everything up, and people got all excited thinking, oh, we're, we're going to see progress. No, you didn't see any progress. You just saw a bunch of earth. Uh. Dug up and pipes being put in. Yeah. That's what you saw. And there's just a giant wood slab over it, yeah. you know, a yeah. dent in the concrete so you can walk into the UCD so yeah. you can take your classes. Yeah. Excuse our dust yeah. is what that amounted oh, it, to. It's going to be for a while. I thought that was more consequential, but you're telling me, nah, that was just the basics, and now they're actually going to do the real stuff. So where's the entrance going to be to practice? Because they got to build over there to where the current entrance well, is. Well, you've seen the I – mean, I think you've seen the, uh, the, the renderings, right? Yeah. So I'm trying to, to answer your question. I mean, is that currently where we go? Is, that's where the players go in? Is on that left side of the IPF? Where's the baseball stadium here? Is it off the screen? Is it off to the right? I think it's off to the right. Yeah, off to the right. Uh, okay. How do we get to these fields? <laughs> I'm sure there's an entrance, Tom. I don't think they'll overlook it's it. It's like <laughs> if you're playing uh, Sim City or a roller coaster yeah. tycoon. Like, where are we going? These people are just standing there. Yeah. How do we get on? Got to open the fence. <laughs> 150,000-square-foot facility. It'll be done, so they say, by the summer of 2025. Um, okay, we'll see. I'm not so sure about that, buddy. But maybe it will be. What's going to be done first? Construction starts in September, so you get to see all of this as you go into Doe Campbell Stadium, everybody. Here you go. What's going to be done first? The football-only facility or the move to a Power 2 conference? How you feeling? Um, mm, Summer 2025 is what they tell you with the football-only facility. I don't think we're getting to the SEC or the Big Ten by 2025. Ooh. All right. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. This is not one of those things that, you know, I'm fighting to be right about. I hope I'm wrong about this. I hope it happens 
Obviously, sooner rather than later. We all want that. I'd like to be there this year. I'd like the announcement to come out of nowhere that it's happening starting just after this season. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Um, but it doesn't feel like it's going to be, man. It doesn't, Okay. Does it? Let me reframe the question. Not rephrase, but reframe. Luke Cromanhawk will always wear an ACC patch on his jersey, yes or no, when he's at Florida State. No. Okay. No. Now we have goalposts. No. Uh, wow. You really do have to, because you get down in the muck there. You start thinking about this now. All right, when? When is it going to happen? And when it's not happening, it feels like it's never going to happen. It's it's like we take it's like we say about a round of golf. When you're playing really well, you can't envision a time in which you're going to play poor. When you're playing poorly, you can't envision a time in which you'll play well again. It's just like I. I have no idea where this is going, and I don't know why. I was really good last week, and I cannot hit the golf ball now. This is ridiculous. That is the only sport in the world where that's true. I have never played a sport where I just suddenly can't do the thing you have to do to even play it. Like, you don't suddenly forget how to hit, uh, you know, a ball, a batted ball, you know, like a ping pong. You don't, oh, what do I do with this thing? It never happens. Follow through on a jump right. shot. You know how to shoot. You may have days where it goes in more than others, but you know how to shoot. Your form doesn't change that much. It's a concerted effort. Golf is the only one where you're like, well, I'll be damned. I shot 83 last week. I'm about to cart a 120. This is unreal. <laughs> if it were baseball, the equivalent would be you just start underhanding the ball. Like, I don't know what's uh, going what, on. Yeah, but, <laughs> what are we can't to get the runners in time. It's crazy. Very, very frustrating. So... A 150,000-square-foot facility is huge, and it, it is said to be ready by 2025. And again, everybody will get to see the progress beginning in uh, this season when you walk into uh, Doe Campbell Stadium. Now, at some point, I'm going to readdress something that has been of grave concern of mine, and I'm, and I'm going to get answers. I actually had somebody reach out to me on this subject because I've raised such a uh, fuss about this on the air, and somebody who would know and has some say was like, we hear you, man. We hear you. I'm like, well, what are we, what are we doing? You might hear me, but yeah. are you are listening? You, yeah, are you doing anything about it? And I'm talking about getting through the gates at Doak and the monumental task it is to just get through the GD gates for a football game. The prolonged efforts uh, to to get through those gates that lead to, uh, well, I think uh, a level of uncomfortableness that is uh, yeah. not good, man. If a dangerous situation erupts, you're dead. Yeah, you're gone. No chance. Yeah, and listen, at a time where it's hard to get people to go to games because the amenities are so great elsewhere, we don't want to make it more difficult to get through the gates. I get security. Everybody's for security. There are a lot of places that have great security, and it takes a third of the time. I'll give you a good one. Go down to Tampa. Walk into MLA Arena. They ain't got great security. 30 seconds, you're in that damn arena. Yep. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. We got to do better. Hour number two, forthcoming. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV.